This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey, it's Mae Whitman, and I play Frankie in the new Realm podcast, The Sisters. The Sisters is about a museum curator of medical oddities who investigates the origins of a mutated skeleton with two layers of bones. Soon, she uncovers an extraordinary mystery that connects her present with one family's tragic past in hauntingly dangerous ways. Listen to The Sisters wherever you get your podcasts. I'm just gathering myself right now. You That's do what fine. you need to do. We're here to support in any way. I just can. feel like a wreck this week. Is something in the retrograde? I mean, are you close enough? We've also okay. had. Okay. We've also had one hell of a week i mean our car i thought it was gonna flat, be a ch- yeah, our, yeah our, our car got a flat tire had to fix that we had a bunch of shit to do then we found that little kitten and like we like our whole week has just been a mess yes. i'm not complaining about the kitten though but i'm not either yeah. no i've just been like running around i saw like yep. fucking 10 fucking different apartments in the middle of like also recording episodes lugging around this fucking 60 pound luggage suitcase yeah that's intense and having the worst allergies of my life big ass suitcase and just like yeah it fits all my equipment that's really nice yeah that's dope okay the last time i was here i was struggling with allergies too I know it's I her know. pets, I'm but sorry. I'm really glad this time. This it was like not even the pets. It's I know just life. this time I'm really happy that it's <laughs> not because of the pets. Initially, the pets are not helping them. I know the pets are not helping. However, I love them, but it's okay. But last time we were here, we made a fucking viral ass video with Nikki's pegging story. <gasps> the beads, the beads. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. that was about. That was a while back. That, that was like, was a, like year a year ago. ago over a yeah. year ago now. That yeah. had to be like, I think in the summer last year, like yeah. May. It was. I remember because we had other. a tan from a Yorka. How long? Two years. Oh, it was, oh, it was like December, November of 2021. The first time we recorded was November of 2021. November, yes. Because I remember it was like right when I got fired from that one job. Oh. And it was right around the time my divorce started. So it's yes. our two year, our two year anniversary is coming Oh my up. God. We should do something. Oh, we should. Oh, well, should. we're doing Wait, the holiday. Gonna, we're going to be in LA. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, dope. Okay. Anyways. Hi, guys. It is me, Stephanie Megan, your host of Broco Therapy. And we got your favorite motherfucking twins in the motherfucking house of bitches, Cammie and Nikki. Wow, that was really That was really aggressive. (laughs) I know. I just... I think my allergies are making me a little, like, aggressive. I love it, though. It's that Aries rising. I am a bitch. (laughs) I'm just trying to survive. So I'm just, like, forcing it out. I feel like we all are. Yeah, what's, like, going on right now? I mean, I feel like, okay, I, I feel like for me personally, it's just been a lot. Like, I, I had Soul Bloom, like, everything was back-to-back. Like, I had Soul Bloom, Music Festival, Sacramento, and then New York, and then 
coming here to LA and like having to record a bunch of episodes and also look for an apartment. I know you guys do this. Like, I feel like this is your lifestyle. <laughs> like, this is probably nothing compared to like. This is just a normal month for us. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, we. And, w- and like, I'm like just barely like catching up. I'm just like trying to get through it. You know? Kimmy and I definitely operate at a level that is not sustainable for most people. But like, I was looking at our schedule not long. Stop tilting your mic down, Camilla. Oh. I was looking at our schedule not long ago and we literally have a trip this weekend. We're back for um, two weeks and then we are going to a festival in San Diego and then we come back home for a day and then we leave for Dubai for two weeks and then we come back home from Dubai and then a week and a half later we have another concert that we're going to in Colorado. And I literally- I'm so told, exhausted. I know. <laughs> 444. Support and protection. The universe has us. Yeah. But I, I just I was looking at our schedule and I was like, I've given Cammy far too much leeway to plan shit and I need her. It's I'm blaming her. She's the one that fills up our social calendar. If it wasn't for me, this thing would be empty. Empty. I, I mean, honestly, you. if you could do it, fucking do it. Like I wish I was like like I want that lifestyle. No, but we know? do. Like yeah, I yeah. like I'm really grateful for like having to go to like the music festival and to go to New York for the show and then to be here. Like I'm so grateful to like go to all of these cities, but no, I'm d- don't get me wrong. Tired. I'm grateful for my life. I well, love. I'm just tired. Yeah. We'll do it in spurts, though. Like we yeah. traveled, we traveled a ton. March, April, May, June, and then um, June we took a break. July, we also was kind pretty of chill. Was was pretty chill. We just had two weddings, and then now August, September, October are back to just ball out. Yeah, I told her November. We're not. I always feel like you're always balling. Like you're always, you're always somewhere. Like I don't like when. What break? Like the break is in November. I literally told Cami not to plan anything. My social calendar. I don't know why, but like, I I was thinking about it the other day, and like we have some friends that are like always like on the go. Like we have one friend that travels so much. There's always those friends, yeah. But like I think we're, I think yeah, I think we're two those friends for me. And a few other people, but for sure, you guys. Sometimes I I look at the way I, because I do handle our calendar, like the social events, the parties we go to, the, you know, birthdays and, you know, whatever, dinners and brunches. Plus the podcast. Exactly. And the podcast. And I look at all of that and I'm like, and my dates. And then I'm just like, (laughs) and then I'm, I just, I kind of look at it and like, I don't know. And work. You have to work in between that too. But I, yeah. And (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Yeah. I got to make money to be able to do all these things. And that's the thing is I, because when I used to work in event planning, I would, I think this is why we have the calendar that we do because you were an event planner. Exactly. When I used to be in event planning, I would literally (laughs) work 16 hour days. I would have, you know, five on a you know on a slow week five to seven on a busy week up to 40 events in one week that I would have to manage and managing all of that and then going to not having anything to do now it's just like now I look at my calendar our calendar and you're like how like, can I fill this up as my event, manage, um, <laughs> my event managing I'm like I everything here I'm going to plan all of this and no, like, I mean, for example we're going to Lake Arrowhead with our rave fam and like I was the one that you know orchestrated everything. I'm like, where are we going? You know, what days? You can everybody do this? Like I was like researching everything. So it's just like sometimes I just show up and pay. 
Exactly. Sometimes I feel <laughs> like shows up in bed. I, I take, you know, I take my event planning days and I take that energy of like, you know, always wanting to have like a neat planned out calendar and I mean, and it's amazing. It's like, there's no like shame in that at all. It's like, you're, you're living life to the fucking fullest because you would got no kids. That's true. You ain't got, like, you're not married. You guys are like, this We is just like, have six pets. You, you just have, like, a shit ton of pets, which I'm also like, you gotta watch, someone's gotta watch the pets, which that's oh like. Oh, my God. We have a when system. we're going to Dubai. Yeah, which, which you have a system, obviously, figured yeah. out. But, but yeah, I like, I mean, like, that's, I mean, the, t- the time is now. Yeah, know? I agree. And, and, so. I, and I try to remember my, remember that, like, I'm like, okay, I have the means and the time and the freedom to do all of this now. I'm going to keep that for as long as I can. Exactly. And then, you know, there was always I, that saying, it was like, um, you either have the, what is it? The time, money, or energy. And it's like, you never have like all three, like mm-hmm. the time, the money and the energy to right. like travel. So it's like when you're young, you have the time and the, en- hold on. Lobo. Lobo. When you're young, Lobo you, flamingo, flamingo. Lo, yeah, flamingo lobo, flamingo lobo. I don't know why I said it like I'm Mexican. Okay, when we say lobo, I am Mexican. Well, when we say lobo all the time, like then the words after usually follow in Spanish accent yeah. too. <laughs> you get yeah. I love um, that. but yeah, so it's like when you're young, you have the time and the energy, but you don't have the money. When you're like middle aged, you have the you have the money and the no, energy, but time. you don't have the time. And then when you're old, you have the money and the time, but you don't have the energy. So it's like I always tell Cami, I'm like, while we have all three, let's take advantage yeah, of them for sure. Because one day you look back at this moment in your life, and you're like, remember we fucking did all that shit. We did. At one point, I'm gonna be sitting on my porch at my farm with all my animals surrounding me. And I'm just, you know, going to be reading a book or doing a little crossword puzzle. And I'm going to be like, remember when I used to ball the fuck out? You know, remember when life was fucking chaotic? <laughs> I would have something every week. Um, you know, and, and I... You You're know. right. We'll slow down later in life. Not now. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And like one day, I mean, I, I don't know if you guys want kids, but you know, like that plays a difference. I'm still trying to You can to still decide. travel with kids, obviously, but it's different. It's different. It's different and yeah. more expensive. I told myself at 35, I'll see how yeah. I'm feeling. That I've, I've said the same thing. Between 32 and 35, I'll see how I'm feeling and I'll make some decisions based on that. Yeah. And like, I, I think once I get to LA, it'll be different. Like I won't feel as like exhausted because I think it really is super exhausting coming out here. For you, yeah. Because you then you have to stack up all the And it's the like episodes. stacking up and it's yeah. go, 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 go. And like... I don't think people realize just how much you put into these I'm LA so trips. Yeah, like it's, a lot goes into these trips. And, you know, and so I'm so excited to move back because it's going to... Everything's going to feel... <laughs> your cat's playing with my chapstick. Everything... Like I feel like... I'm not, I don't have to like stack up these episodes and like you can record whenever I can record whenever and I love when an episode feels so brand new and I can like post it yeah like it's such a good feeling when you're super excited about an episode and like you post it right away like the downfall of like having like 14 to 20 episodes sometimes stacked up is that like you get I get like sick of the of them later because I'm like this feels irrelevant or like it just feels like it was so long ago no I totally get that I mean because like the one that we posted today uh, we recorded literally Three yes. days ago, or yeah, no, two Tuesday, days ago. yeah, two days yeah. ago. Yeah. So it's nice because it does feel fresh and relevant, and then you get just post it right away. Yeah, and yeah. I'm not like super exhausted, just because for this one specifically, like I'm lugging around to everyone's place and having to set up and 
yeah, breakdown. Down, yeah. Not, like I'm just, Ugh, you know, so much. Oh, are the apartments you're looking at, are you planning to have like a space where you have like your yeah. setup? Yeah. Yeah. So are you going to do like a two bedroom? Um, we were planning to, but since we want to come, cause we we're going to wait till I got a job and like settled, whatever. But I was like, you know what? Like, let's just go now. And like, it's more in our budget right now with me not working to do mm-hmm. a one bedroom. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, even though the one bedroom we applied is pretty pricey, but you know, it was worth it. It's but really does it nice. have a good space for you? But to it's like- a huge space. Nice. Okay. Um, and it's like, I'm able, even though it's one bedroom, it's like feel like the living room is massive. It like mm. feels very big. Um, and it is very big, so oh, I love that. I will be able to. Hopefully, I get, if I get it. I mean, we just applied, and I just, you know, I just, I'm telling the universe, like whatever is meant to be mine will be mine. And I just you want me to, to ask the tarot cards. Yes. Okay. <gasps> yeah. Tarot with Nikki. I mean, by the time this is out, we'll already know. But <laughs> you know, for now, I am <coughs> a so excited you're moving to LA. Yeah. Um, and then because now we can like hang out. I know because like, I feel like we. Like, we hang out on, we hang out on FaceTime, like, every day. <laughs> I know, I'm like. But, but that's always, like, something for work. Like, we're always, you know. I know. You, the the way that we all text now is the way that Nikki and I used to text when we lived apart. Really? <laughs> You're like, every hour. <laughs> I feel oh, like we're always, We're like, always texting. Yeah, I get always it. on the phone. Always. We're so. always FaceTiming each other. Yeah. What so. cracks me up is, like. For example, today, Kimi and I this morning kind of did our own things. And like, I went and took the dogs on uh, to the park while Kimi went to go get her driver's license. And like, we always complain about how like we need more time apart. But then it's like, anytime we do take time apart, then we're just like texting and calling each other constantly. Yeah, like still like communicating each other. I'm like, this isn't a break. <laughs> I called her like three times. Was, and like when I was, you know, was staying with my friend in San Diego, like I still texted Kimi like all, all the time and we still FaceTimed and talked. And yeah. It's okay. hard, when you, especially when you're so connected and you guys work together, you have a business together, you have animals together. It's like everything. Okay. Everything. What I'll do is. Uh, you missed like half of them. I know, but it's hard to do it this Hold way. Hold on. Just try. Or Here, put them back and then I'll do it. You want to do it? So we're okay, doing tarot do cards right now just to see I know, if, if I get watching, this apartment or what's what's for my future, what's right for my future. Is this apartment or is it something else? All right. Pick a card. All right. Think about your questions and then pick two to three cards. Did you pick the cards? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Two to three questions? Yeah. Oh, no. Awesome. For, we'll start with your first question. Okay. 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 I was like, my ADHD was like. Okay. Page of Cups. Nice. Okay. Pick two more. Oh, that's nice. Oh, I like that. Page of Cups and what are these other ones? Page of Cups, Five of Wands, and Ten of Cups. Um, what was your question or what were you thinking about when you pulled them? Um, you know, like, am I getting this apartment? Is it the right choice? I think there. I think you'll get the apartment or there's a good chance. The Page of Cups tells me you will. Five of Wands tells me either, like, you and Brian together or one of you will have like inner feelings about like should we try more options like Mm. kind of like debate the option a little bit um but in the end like you'll both find an option that works the ten of cups is really nice energy so yeah ten of cups is good so like it sounds like you have a pretty good chance of getting the apartment it's just whether or not one of you feels like conflicted about it like one of you might wonder like oh should we look at more options 
No, I mean, I we're both like a one thousand percent. We're like, this yeah. Feels I think like one home. of you is gonna think there might be, a but then I've option. also been still looking just to like keep yeah. my options open. Yeah. So that's what I've been doing still. But I'm like, every time I look at other apartments, like nothing compares. Really? Okay. I want to see pictures. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's, it's just, a, I don't know. You know when you just like, you walk into somewhere and you're just like, you feel the energy. Like I'm all about the energy of the space. Oh yeah. Well, there you go. If and you it's like, it's it. not even the most like upgraded, like, uh, you know, or like newest apartment, but it's like in an area that I like absolutely love. And it's by a lot of people that I'm friends with. And like, uh, and just, you know, and it's like, it has a charm, has a fireplace, Ooh, you know, it's that. big. Yeah. So it just, I'll show you pictures later, but it, uh, it's just it's like when I, when I walked in, I was like, this feels good. It feels like it could be home. Yeah. Like the other yeah. ones, I'm like, oh, I like them. I like them. And then like, I just felt really good about it. So I was just following my intuition. Hey guys, editing stuff here. Obviously, some time has passed. This episode was recorded a couple weeks ago. We found out shortly after that we did not get the one-bedroom apartment that I thought was going to be our home. I got super emotionally invested in it, I think, way too quickly. (laughs) But I'm actually so much happier that we did not get that apartment. We found something a lot better. I felt like I was trying to settle for less than we actually wanted and deserved because initially we wanted like a two bedroom so I can make one bedroom a studio. But then I was like, no, let's just try to get here and just do one bedroom. That's something that's cheaper. And we've ended up finding something within our budget. That's a two bedroom, two bath. So I'm so excited. I get to now build a BGT studio. So stay tuned because I want it to be really cute. So we are moving in October so LA, I am coming back. It's going to be lit. Episodes are going to feel more updated and I get to have like a little BGT studio. I'm excited. Okay, back to the episode. All right, guys, let's be honest. Eating is too expensive, but we have to do it to survive. But in this economy, food and grocery shopping has really got super pricey. And that's why we all need to start budgeting our food expenses. But at the same time, we still want to eat great while on a budget. So save big and eat great with America's Best Value Meal Kit. Their meals are cheaper than your average fast casual meal. So ditch the takeout to save money while still enjoying fresh, satisfying meals. They're honestly the easiest way to eat affordably. Get every plate and take back your time this month with fewer trips to the grocery store and meals ready in six simple steps. Save even more time with the quick and easy recipes, including easy cleanup options and options ready in 30 minutes or less. They plan the meals and deliver pre-portioned ingredients right to your door so you can spend less time meal prepping and more time on you. You have better things to do than worry about what's for dinner. Every plate provides plenty of delicious variety with 26 tasty and affordable recipes that change every week. So it's easy to find something flavorful and satisfying for every meal of the day. You can also customize recipes to your liking by swapping proteins and sides or adding a protein to a veggie dish. Plus, add even more delicious options to your order with over 25 convenient sides, breakfast items, lunches, snacks, desserts, and more. As a girl who's always on a budget and likes to eat good, every plate is your 
girl honestly it saves me so much time i don't have to think too much about what i'm going to cook that day and it's just always delicious like i always know it's going to be a great meal and the best part is i'm not spending too much money on it and i love that get a meal starting at just one dollar and 49 cents plus one dollar steaks for life by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code 49 broke girl Subscription must be active to qualify and redeem the dollar stake. Again, that's everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code 49BrokeGirl. Kimi and I are definitely ready to move as well. So it's like, but yeah, this apartment is no longer. How long have you guys been in this apartment? A year and a half. And a half. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're over it already? It'll be two. Hold on. It's my mom. Oh. Hi, mom. We're recording. Can I call you back later? Yes. Okay. Love you. Bye. Thanks, mama. Oh, your mom is so beautiful. Oh, I know. She is. (laughs) Yeah. She sounds so cute. That was like very like you. Like I could could see like hear that like tone from you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wait, what were we saying? Oh, we've been here almost two years. It'll be two years in January. Well, shit, then we better definitely get moving. Why are we... Oh, no, no, come on. Our lease was... Um, <laughs> 14 months. Oh, you're right. You're right. Okay, never mind. You're right. So Almost. we had the New York show, you guys. Like, I can't believe we did. I just want to say congratulations to us. Yes. We're doing three live shows in one year. Like, right now we're recording in September, but next month is October and last October is when we did our first live show yeah so three live shows in a year we did three live shows in one year I still remember when we were at the park planning the first one and we were all like let's just fucking go for it let's just do it Kimmy and I were at the park with Sammy and Snow and I just remember we were like let's just give it a try and like see how it goes yeah it was so fun and I was gonna do it myself and then like Cammy was like wait, why don't we just do it together? And I was yeah. like, well, you're right. Let's just, cause I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. Well, and I think so. it's, it's gone really well since. And especially like, we're the ones that plan it. Like, I feel like there's a lot of, um, you know, cause you can plan live shows and have someone plan it for you very easily. But like, I know we want all the details to be yeah. what we want them. To we're be. very like, we like to be a part of every single detail. That's something about us. Yes. It's like, Y'all do. Yeah. We really like <laughs> Yes. I trust y'all's vision. Yes. No, I mean, like, I mean, I mean, all of us, every single one of us is like definitely like very particular. Like we like want it to be great. Like our whole heart is in it, you know? That's true. And That's so, true. cause we want people to feel that when they're there. Like, cause I feel like I've actually heard of other like uh, podcasters that are like, I mean, super big shows that like my friends have gone to and they're like, dude, like going to yours and going to like those other ones that are like way bigger shows. Like, your guys' shows are way more lit and so much more engaging and fun. Like, the other ones are just kind of, like, uh, like it's sometimes, like, kind of awkward in the audience. You know what I mean? Like, people are just, like, they don't, like, really try too hard on it, you know? Like, also, we really make sure that, like, it's a good time. No, exactly. You're right. Thanks. And let's just be proud of the fact that, like, collectively for these live three shows, we've raised, what, nearly 20 grand to make them happen. Holy fuck. Yeah. Yeah, we've done a great, like, we we go, we raise the money for it, 
we like get the venue we you know put a team together we like everything like the show the production the audio but also the music the everything i'm also so proud of the way our google folders for this have evolved (laughs) there's so so much much more evolved we figured out a system we did the first time was like yeah yeah. nice are you kidding me have you looked at the folders we have like a really like me and cam we have a very like we have everything a very like structured like spreadsheet yeah i love that oh yeah i love it like i and sometimes i'll just go and look at it because it's yeah like it makes everything easier like okay who is reimbursed for this and like what's going like what's you know it just everything is so clear yeah i love that and like we've just done a great job with that and when we like does make me horny like every time i'm so proud of us (laughs) because like we have we have like the calculations and everything and like everything figured out so and especially when we need when we have a new show we can just copy paste it yeah and Just then the clear thing. it but all the calculations are we have there. all the contacts yep all the systems are still in place so then it just it's just a matter of and input. then you killed it took it to the next step of the list of all the deliverables oh yeah <laughs> and checking I, that off i love so good <laughs> I love checking boxes. Yes. Like the Virgo Venus in me is just like every single time I look at that like whole folder, I'm just like, I could come. I have like no Virgo placements, but I feel like I should. But you're just as organized as I am. Wait, yeah. I was just about well, to look. I was like, wait. Like yeah. it depends who you ask. If you ask Brian, I'm not organized. If you ask you, I am. Because <laughs> like I think you're very organized. Like I'm I'm not organized when it comes to like you know like my space like my like, oh i'm the same way well, well I, mean, I, I get I better out of it the, the way everybody works in their chaos is different yeah for sure you know well, you don't have virgo placements but you do have virgo in your sixth house since you okay. are not aries rising so that would make you that in your in your i love that you just pulled out my chart conveniently yeah. <laughs> that I still brings that. that virgo energy to your day-to-day yeah and like yeah. your routine yeah nikki does that all the time we'll just what? be like Someone will just be hanging out them and she'll be like, actually, let me look at your chart. I feel like a doctor. Let me look at your chart. But no, yeah. And so but go we just, us. Go y'all for your organization. I mean, we, I mean, you too, Nikki. Like you, like you've been killing it as well. Like I feel done, like I bring the content on stage. You do, but you've actually <laughs> done really well at like the games. And oh, like coming oh, up yeah. with the ideas and the questions. Like I think that you've really killed it on that. Oh, thank you. Like me and Cammy. So am I the creative director? I'm just yeah. there commentating. I'm like, oh. Like me and Cammy never could figure out like what type of games we want to do. But every time we come to you, like it's I just sit I feel there like we and figure I'm it like, out. What the fuck are we gonna do? I know. And I, but I always just trust. I'm like, we'll figure it out. And we in the New York show, I felt like the games were so much fun. Yeah. I know. The sweet and spicy really is my favorite. The sweet and spicy is so good. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's like a chance to like, so we, for the live show, you guys, we do the sweet and spicy mm-hmm. and we bring two guests on usually like a couple or, uh, the other one was, they were sisters. Um, and we just get them to just like ask questions about it, you know, or they answer, answer questions, questions about each other. other. And, and it is like, so The fun. couple was so cute too. They were really adorable. I was yes. laughing when I was, <laughs> the guy was like, I'll do spicy. And I was like, would you sleep with any of our best friends? And the guy in the front row was like, don't answer it, bro. <laughs> don't <laughs> answer <laughs> it. He was like, it's a trap. Just say no. <laughs> That's so funny. I thought it was so funny. Yeah. No, I want to give a shout out to Denise who actually was um she's the the pregnant yeah, yeah she yeah, was at the live show i remember she, her she did yeah. a sweet and spicy with her and her um her man like 
so Denise, I just want to give a shout out because she came up to me afterwards. She's like, you're the reason why I'm pregnant. I remember that. I yeah, and I was so- like, wait, what? And she's like, because cause, uh, back in the day, I used to do episodes where I call like listeners. Yeah. And I spoke with her and um, she was like telling me about how like you know, she was like, I don't know if I should go for it. Like she had her guard up and I was like, no, like follow your heart, do it. And she's like, so I did and I'll pregnant. And I was like, oh, yeah, yes. <laughs> and, so and I just want to give her a really shout nice. out. Cause I know she's like, do like soon now. Yeah. yeah. He looked like she was ready. <laughs> yeah. He had nice energy too. I thought yeah. he was so sweet. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was very sweet. Yeah. He seemed very, um, like, like he had a lot of care towards her. So yeah. much yeah. care. Right. Like yeah. I could tell like he really loved her. Respect. Yeah. And vice versa. Like Aww. they were, a very sweet couple. So shout out to them. Shout out to Denise. Yeah. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to the New York. Great crowd. And yes. I've noticed you it's always Pisces placements that always come up Pisces. on stage. Yeah. The last sweet and spicy was two Pisces. And I can't remember if it was Denise or her boo that was a Pisces, but they were both, or one of them was a Pisces. And I'm like, why yeah. do we always the, get the guy? Yeah. The guy oh, was, he was Pisces. Pisces. Yeah. yeah. I feel like we always get Pisces placements that come up. And was she, what was she? I'm really oh, hungry. Remember. Sag? Oh, Yes. Okay. Sag. Sag yes. and Pisces. Yeah. Are those are dog treats? Yeah, they are. Why? Fuck. Well, I just see chocolate. Are those chocolate chips? Peanut butter? I see banana and peanut butter. And I'm like, I'm fucking hungry. Oh, I know. Anyways. Anyways. Yeah. Um, sorry. No, I just. Derailed. I, yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, for sure. Like the New York show was so much fun. I felt like New York weather, though, I felt it fully fucking disgusting. Oh, oh my god, so humid. So I felt human. so, so trash human. because I just was just profusely sweating my whole time that I was there. That's Every same. single time I would come back to the hotel. And like I don't know about y'all, but like when I stay at a hotel, it infinite showers. Yes. <laughs> I will I, I will conserve water at home. But at a hotel, I'm a I'm a brand new bitch. I will yeah. shower every every time I get I back. Especially so especially in New York. My thing with New York. <laughs> especially if I'm going to be like riding the subway a ton is as soon as I get home, what I'm wearing comes off. I shower and that stuff goes to wash. I thought it would be like cute. Like I'll have like my cute, like Sarah Jessica Parker moment again. Super naive. Yeah. I, yeah. And then, like every time I was there, I'm like, I just, I don't even care how the fuck I look. I'm just trying to survive. Oh, New York <laughs> is such a, like a uh, New York is not for the faint of heart. Well, but it's, it's also such a, like a, like a simple kind of like, outfit vibe for like everyone i feel like everyone just wears really simple outfits i know i went to brooklyn and i saw some really dope like fashionable people so i'm like i, wonder I could it, see that for brooklyn yeah i, I was, was gonna say brooklyn where you are it probably York. depends in like where you yeah. are we're always in chelsea chelsea kind of seemed like people are just on the go Hipster, on and the it's go, just like yeah. very simple but when i went to brooklyn i could just felt like looking around people there i was like oh like brooklyn has that yeah, yeah i was that like i was like oh this is where like the the fashion students are yeah for sure. i love brooklyn so we but can't wait for y'all to see the live show it'll be out soon wait will this episode be out before the live show episode is out no probably not. so by the time this is by out the time this, is, this is out this is our commentary from the live show if you guys have watched it and listened to it already okay um, so it's not just kind of what we yeah. think yeah yeah um but but i was just like giving a moment to just you know 
And we're thinking maybe Dallas next. Yes. Well, we want to do an LA holiday party. Yeah, we want to do LA holiday party. I've been getting a lot of hit ups for people wanting for us to come back to LA. Yeah. Yeah. So So I think we should definitely do something in LA soon. Like I just want to do a party with no live show because basically that's what that first live show was. Anyways, (laughs) I just might as well scratch the audio. Stop trying to make a recording out of it. Like let's let's just have a good time. Um, And that's no, we're not doing open bar though. We we, we'll we'll do some sort of. we'll figure it out imagine how much money we would have made if we had charged like two dollars a drink we needed like a license oh that's right i remember that's why i didn't do it but everyone got lit okay all right so do you want to do a listener email yeah i love how you're guiding this conversation i'm just thinking about what the fans are gonna like (laughs) they're like they're just talking again (laughs) i don't i think that no i I know like i know i was for me like when i listen to podcasts and i hear them like talk about those like even just personal fave sent money um when they just talk about just like i don't know like simple stuff like this i just like that episode where it was just you and brian talking about your pets at home i was listening to it i was cleaning and i'm like can relate a thousand percent i just (laughs) i like oh thank you for listening i was just listening while i was cleaning and i just like it was just nice it it just felt like i was in the room with y'all as i was cleaning yeah like i i always like when the conversation sometimes are just like yeah like talking about like how oh, they fuck planned yeah. it, you know. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> this one is called "Advice on being on becoming an ethical slut." First off, I just want to say I felt so bad at the live show when I read the fucking email, and it just got dark. Oh my god, it wasn't that, that bad. Email, it wasn't that, email that bad. Had so much to unpack. A trigger warning. <laughs> and like, I felt bad because I'm like, I, when I went back to think about it, I'm like, man, did we give her good advice? I hope we so. did. But she, but it was, it was a fine email, guys. It was fine. Don't, don't. Okay. Oh, see, Marie agrees. Moe, we agree. Okay. Okay. All right. Wait. You want me to read it? Uh, I mean, I could read it. I mean, you could read it because I felt like you just. If you are able to read this laptop. with the twins, that would be amazing. Hey, Steph, does she give her sign? I love when the emails yes. are like. Oh yeah, what's your too. zodiac sign? They Cancer, give. Sun, Aries, Moon, Leo, Rising. Wow, Cancer, Sun, Aries. Okay. From, wait, if she's a, if she, what's wait, what was her rising? What was her rising? Leo, Leo, Rising with a Cancer, Sun, and Aries, Moon. So her. Uh, son is in the twelfth house, and then her. Oh wow, it is moon would be. Let's see, Cancer Gemini would be eleventh Taurus in the Sixth, ninth. Ninth. Yeah, I did it backwards. Um, nice. Okay, the twelfth right. house sun is probably a lot, but. All right. So, hey, Steph. I've been an avid listener of the pod since beginning of COVID and love the openness and inclusivity of your content. In the past few years, I have had an increased interest in exploring non-monogamy, but I'm dealing with a lot of internal shame that's preventing me from fully expressing myself. I come from a very conservative religious background, but I've come a long way... What was I saying? I've come a long way in terms of being a more sexually empowered person. I want your guys opinion on how you were confident enough to start exploring non-monogamy for the first time life is short anxiety's a bitch preach but y'all are har- y'all are harasses hard asses yeah and wait just, she, maybe i think she misspelled up. that oh i think she meant y'all are badasses there we go but y'all are badasses and make me want to live a fuller life but and make me want to live a fuller life so any advice is appreciated 
Ooh, this is okay, a good question. So good she's question. dealing with shame and she wants to start explore. Is she single Honestly, or in like, a relationship? I relate to this because I feel like sometimes, especially like in my moments of insecurity, um, and just like moments where maybe I'm having an existential crisis and I'm like, mom, what is life? What am I doing? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know, I get so insecure about like the things that I'm doing. I'm like, you know, then I don't feel empowered. I'm like, why am I doing this? You know, why am I a sexually empowered person that explores non-monogamy and polyamory, you know? Oh, so yeah. I feel like, you know, especially for dealing with the shame, just realize that, that old programming, especially like as you're working through it, deconstructing it, really building a new foundation where you take everything that you learned, throw it away and start over. It's like a, reprogramming. Yeah. You're reprogramming, you yeah. you're deconstructing, mm -hmm. you're rebuilding. And that can take a lot of time, A, B, but you can also like, you know, it'll come in waves as you start doing this work. Um, in which like old shame may come up at moments. And as long as you're doing the inner work and like, you know, being true to yourself, you can just recognize it for what it is. And you're like, oh, that's old shame. I don't need to wallow or in this. I can just realize it and like, you know, process and move on. I think affirmations are great in this scenario. So yes. for example, any single time that, you know, that shame starts to come up, like immediately identify it. Hey, this is my shame. Like recognize it, acknowledge it. It's here. I know I'm feeling shame because in the past this, however, and then whatever your affirmation may be. So I love myself enough to give myself the space to explore this, or I love myself or I am worthy of exploring this, um, you know, whatever it may be, I am worthy of exploring this. I am worthy of giving myself the space to explore this, whatever it is that helps you. Like anytime that comes up, recognize it, acknowledge it, say your affirmation and just like trust in that. And I think the more that you do it, you'll find that the more you like, it's almost like you're giving yourself a pep talk each time yeah, and, you, yeah. and you're really like kind of creating a space like not only are you reprogramming your mind, but you're creating the safety within yourself to be like, it's okay. I got this anytime that shame comes up. Right. Right. And I think for me too, like I've, you know, because I'm fairly new in this, um, there was something that was like, I was scared to say like on the show and to say out loud because I like certain people are going to hear or, like, you know, my parents or whatever. And I think that it's like, I mean, obviously, I mean, if you have a podcast, I, obviously you probably, what am I saying? You, you're going to go through that anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, no, what I'm just saying is that you don't have to like tell people, you know, like you don't have to make that announcement. I know that we are because we're just trying to normalize things, but if you're not ready to do that, like that's yeah. okay. Like I think that like, you know, sometimes we feel like if we're now going to be, you know, non-monogamous or whatever it is, like we have to announce this to the world. We have to like tell people. And if you are and you're ready to do it, fine, go ahead. But don't feel like forced to do it until you're ready. You're ready and you're more comfortable because obviously you still have like affirmations to go through and to work through it and to figure out if this is something that you want to do. Yeah. Um, also, and that's a great thing right there is like pace yourself, take your time. Yeah. Like, you know, when you're starting to explore, like if you have a a trusted group of friends where you can like, you know, they can hold that space and have that container for you, you know, to talk through Like, that's great. But like everyone else, like you don't have to tell them you right don't. away. Yeah, it's no one's business. This is like, this is how you want to go about your dating life. That's on you. I know. Um, 
And another thing that I would say is just remember that at the end of the day, especially like your family, your blood family, your uncles, aunts, mother, father, grandparents, whatever, just remember that you don't need their approval (coughs) to live a happy life. And you don't live your life for them either. You live your life for you. You don't live your life for your family. You live your life for you. Yeah. That's why it's like weddings are for the family, you know? They really are. It's like sure. everything else, you just do what you want. Like, But I, yeah, I mean, so I, I get it though. Like even when you do try to, you know, take those steps in doing what you want, you still feel that shame come up. And so like it takes very intentional and active work to face it each time that it does come up. And like you said, it comes in waves. So sometimes like you may be, you know, you're doing great, you're exploring, you're not feeling any of the shame. Maybe at some point, you know, you try something new, I don't know, whatever, and all of a sudden you feel that shame come up again. Like those feelings can come in waves. Uh, But I have a question for you just because like you were married and then started off monogamous and then went, you know, open and poly. Mm -hmm. Um, Like... How did you, like, navigate through, like, once you made that decision? Like, how did you navigate through being more open about it and being, like, where you are now? Like, being open about it, like, on the pod or to people? Or, yeah, just to people and your, you know. Because I know it took you a while to, like, even tell your own sister. It did. And I think at the very, very beginning. Like, for you when you started, like, now, like, making that decision with your husband and be like, okay, we're going to do this. And, like, do you tell people? Did you have shame? Like, how did you, like, navigate through that? I definitely came up to shame like that was it it's not like I was like void of that I think at least in the beginning I it felt so foreign and if (laughs) I'm not saying I invented non-monogamy because I didn't (laughs) but it it feels like especially when like I was in Wichita Kansas at the time I had no idea yeah you're like a very yeah I was in I had never heard like the only the only exposure I had ever had prior to that was we had two friends that When we met them in Oklahoma, they were in an open relationship. So, like, because they were not long distance. So, whenever they were apart, they just, like, you know, had their fun. And then when they were together, whatever. And so, that was, like, really my only exposure to it. So, when Nate and I started trying it, I was, like, I was, like, okay, I have no idea who else does this or how, like, I don't, I don't know what this is. Like, we're just, we kind of just took that little blueprint from them and we're, like, okay, we can just try and see if this works for us. And so, and we did. And like, it just felt, yeah, I kept it to myself in the beginning because I was like, I'm just trying to understand what it is, understand myself, how we're going to operate in it, how it's going to go. Um, and that's why it took me, you know, it, it wasn't for until another year that I told Cammy was because I just needed some time to sit with myself with it. And then once, once we kind of got more comfortable and like confident in it is like when it really became easier to open up about it and to like not feel that shame as much. Um, and like I said, even through certain parts of my journey, I still felt the shame come up every now and then, but it's like the more that you gain that confidence and that experience, the more you feel like empowered in the decisions that you're making. Right. So, you know, like, and I mean, I had my own little affirmations then too, and, or, you know, my own things that I did to kind of like, you know, pump up my confidence when I needed it. But for the most part, I just always remembered like the reason why I was doing it, which was, you know, just to like explore and be happy and, you know, try to like feed my desires to, to try new things and to, you know, still experience the things that I wanted to experience and not let like, you know, the constructs of society or marriage get in the way of like what we wanted to do. Yeah. 
But how did you like, so then you go out and you start dating. Mm-hmm. How did you like, what was that like at first? Like having to tell someone like, hey, I'm married. Well, like, I mean, this is, I know the beginning of our, <laughs> the beginning of Just our to journey. Give people like d- different levels. No, 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 of, no like, I get it. You know. The beginning of our journey, um, and I've talked about this before in my pod briefly, but so I like, for example, um, your neighbors upstairs are so noisy. They really are. They really you are. No what the fuck idea. are they doing? You I know it's no like moving fucking furniture. It's like they're literally arranging their, their, right. yeah, every day is sometimes, for them. Like, sometimes the husband will literally just scream, like, <gasps> like at the, the TV for fucking number, yeah, for like in like the middle a, of the day. Yeah. I get so fucking pissed. I've complained about them so many times, but like management won't do shit. And I'm just like, this is why I want to leave. Whenever, yeah. yeah, whenever we move out of here, I literally want to leave a note and be like, you guys are the absolute worst people. To- <laughs> I want to take a bag of like Snow's shit and just fling it up on their porch. That's terrible. <laughs> Anyways. How do you know there's like a husband? Like, have you seen them before? No, but we know there's no. kids. And oh, I, okay. yeah, we know for sure there's at least a man. I don't know. Sorry. I'm just, I was <laughs> So, so it's just fuck, like I keep hearing them. I'm like, so God fucking damn. salty like, about yeah, these like neighbors. You won't hear it on the, the recording. Whole time I've been here. Yeah, you won't hear it on the recording. Okay. But um, to answer your question, basically in the beginning, it was we would only like do anything when we were away on work trips, and so for me, a lot of times that meant it was with my coworkers, and a lot of times I would just be like, "Hey, I am married, but we are non-monogamous." Just letting you oh, know, with your coworkers. Yeah, oh, and they'd be like, "Okay, that's cool. fine. That's always fun." <laughs> Co-workers and fucking yeah, I mean I've never done it, but I, I dipped like my fun. pen in company ink. I dipped my pen in company. I drenched my pen in company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I threw it in the pool. Uh, don't do that. <laughs> don't do I, that. Yeah, I literally swan dove into that. Yeah, but um, yeah. So and and you know and it was fine. And for the most part, I think like I was. Or I guess I should say, like, the way that I talked about it to anyone that I hooked up with in the beginning, I was just very, like, like, this is what we do. But obviously, we're not, like, open about it. And, like, they were, like, okay, cool. So, that's Let's fine. Keep it yeah, 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 yeah. And so, and, but I think what I found was, like, when I started dating and being more open about it. And I was, like, yeah, I'm open. And I don't care if, like, anyone knows. Then people had, like, more kind of, like, permission to be, like, oh, okay. So, they would, like, yeah. talk about it more, acknowledge it more, et cetera. So, and I think, you know, for the most part, like your friends and et cetera, if you tell them something like, or at least I would hope. This know, is like, a great way to really litmus test your friends. Yeah. Honestly, if they respond yes. well to you telling them you like, are either having a slutty phase or non-monogamous. Yeah. But also, and just test, or, or yeah, not the ones test, who but judge like, you aren't real friends. Like they're probably just projecting. But also Sorry. just to let them know, like, hey, you know, I... Um, yeah, I'm, pr- I'm, I'm trying non-monogamy or I'm being a little bit more sexually liberated. Like I'm trusting you with this information, but I'm still like not super open about it. Like you right. would hope your friends would be like, okay, cool. Thank you for confiding in me. I won't share that. Right. Right. And a lot of times I feel like it's, it's it, you've like talked about it already with your friends. You yeah, know? exactly. Like, so like, hopefully- I've had those friendships where it's like, you know, like, oh yeah, like I wonder how that would be like. And then like things would just kind of evolve into a conversation. So, but you know. That's not always the case, but sometimes that's the case. So that's fine. I think in, in terms of like when it comes to, especially like when you're making this step for yourself and you're like finally ready to tell your friends or family, also just keep in mind that people will project their fears onto you mm-hmm. and you yeah. have to really hold your foundation and your center 
to be ready for that projection or negativity so that when it comes, you can just be like, you're glad that's your opinion. Thank you. I'm still doing what I right. want. Yeah. Like, yeah. don't. And that's don't where the shame might come you. up. Because exactly. You might right. experience more shame when someone like starts projecting onto you and then you're like, oh shit, what, what, you know? And then like you start internalizing that and then you're exactly. shaming yourself. Yeah. Exactly. So you do, you do really have to like build some kind of thick walls or like, and that's why I say like, you know, those affirmations or those things that you can like <coughs> help to bolster your confidence really come in handy in those instances because like you are going to need a way to like, you know, kind of talk yourself out of that. So, you know, like Amy said, like, recognizing okay even though this person feels this way about what I'm doing that's okay that's their feeling about it that doesn't affect how I feel about this I'm still going to do this for myself because I'm living my life for me and not for this person exactly I had a a, (laughs) for these other bitches I had a fan turned friend um send me a message about this the other day because she's been exploring non-monogamy polyamory kink um and she finally told one of her friends slash acquaintances whatever they were to her and she was like they were not very understanding and it kind of they and some of the things that they said were really triggering and oh god uh I like cashmere I think cashmere likes me I think he does too and I was and I was telling her I was like you know just remember I I mean I understand people can say things that do trigger you that do trigger your insecurity yeah um and that will happen but again a lot know of the yourself. times it is just a projection of fear, you know, protect yourself, have your affirmations ready, have your, you know, personal vision in mind as to like how you want, you know, to process this and then all will be well. Cause like, yeah, I feel telling people about your lifestyle and then our, you know, then when I got into it, how we do things like sometimes you know, especially at the beginning, it was, um, especially when you're trying to figure it out, it is kind of scary because you're just like, that's why I'm saying if you're still figuring it out, keep it to yourself. Yeah, just, yeah, just, just keep it to yourself. You're ready. Don't feel like pressure to have to like announce to the world. I mean, even for me, like, okay, I talked about it on the show, but I'm not like outwardly like going to everyone being like, guess what? You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. still like something I'm like navigating through. When people ask about it, like sometimes I do kind of find myself being like, kind of nervous to talk about it depending on who it is so I just like try to like keep it short and just you know I don't feel like I also feel like I don't owe them t- details about everything oh that's a, a thousand you percent know? that's a great point right there you don't yeah. you don't owe anyone what is that? <laughs> you don't owe anyone an explanation for oh. what you're doing you know as long as you're not doing any harm to others and you're being safe you don't owe anyone an explanation exactly, exactly. The if they want more here. details and you're not ready to give them you can just be like i'll come back to you when i'm ready to tell you this yeah and i mean you really I'm, gotta build that that you, you gotta have thick bones okay i know you've talked about that in your show before and like i and i think that's great for you that like i know you you know you're opening up about it about how you're curious and like you know right. the things that you want to explore but for the most part um or at least from like the episodes that i've listened to like you still keep most of it to yourself yeah for and sure. i think that's a great approach until you continue to really like kind of find your footing in it mm-hmm. because and just I, having a balance and not feeling yeah. like because even even for us you know like for what we do like we share so much which you know like we absolutely love and i absolutely love doing but you know there are parts of me where i'm like okay like I should keep some parts for mm-hmm. me and for my relationship or for, you know, just cause it's like, and I still did. And, you know, you know, even in 
you know, the and last sometimes two, three years we, of my life. There are still things yeah. I keep mostly to myself or, you know, right. somewhat to myself because I'm like, or, or, or I'll keep it to myself until I'm ready to talk until about you, it. Exactly. Right. That's what I was going to say. Sometimes we, you know, we really do take our times or our time in figuring out how we're going to like, you know, if there's something new that we have tried or that's been introduced and we, we're not ready to talk about it yet, like we'll take the time for ourselves before we bring it on. For sure. Cause what else has she said? I'm trying to think what else. What any final I think that's pretty much it. She's just like how to navigate through that yeah. and like the shame and the religious upbringing, which we've talked about a bunch. I mean, I think at the end of the day, especially like <laughs> when you think about like if you had a very conservative slash religious upbringing, all that is going to come down to is approval because a lot of the times those social constructs and those um religious and, constructs yeah and those religious constructs like as you're as you're growing up it's like at the core of it you're just looking for approval of god or which, approval of whatever yeah. exactly which a lot of the times for children and adolescents it'll translate to approval from your parents mm-hmm. and approval from your family right you know because then that's like the pinnacle so Tell yourself you don't need anyone else's approval to do what you want to do. Exactly. Especially not your parents. Because when you're an adult, like your parents are also adults. Guess what? They've also fucked up. So they're not the idolized society member that, you know, people try to place them on. No, your parents are your parents. They're just humans. Like cool people, you know, love them how you want to. My parents have no idea. It's none of their business. Yeah, we tell our mom not to listen to the pod. Yeah, exactly. It's none of their business. Just live your life how you want to. Because the last thing you want to be doing is sitting, you know, on your grave and be like, gosh, I'm sure glad my mom was proud of me. No. Is that what you're going to be thinking about? No. You're going to be thinking about like how much you loved her, how much you loved your your family, your friends, whatever. But you're not going to be thinking of how great their approval was you're the person that you want to make proud at the end of the day is yourself 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 but yeah listen to your heart remember you're the ceo of your life you make the decisions you're the ceo you're the boss you're the it's your universe it's your orbit you know yeah i love that i I always think about you know like my life at least when it comes to my life i think like i am the son of my i am the main character i am the main character i am the ceo i am yeah right it's me so <laughs> yeah so shout out to homegirl also i love that your fans if they're watching youtube just got to know two of our cats oh yeah <laughs> i love it oh do your fans see junie not anymore that's what i like because i don't oh because you don't that's yeah. so true so She's only in the older episode well once when i lived in la so um but once i moved back to la like that's what i'm excited about is like you know like junie would be back on <laughs> and she's june june she's the best like i always love watching the youtube june, and like everyone's june. like passing her around she's just <laughs> making her rounds to everybody you, like a little black head yeah. pop up yeah and she like faces the camera like straight on she's oh she's the best i remember our cats will do that they'll just yeah. come stay here and like yeah, just look just at the camera dead on. and i'm like actually just leave it in just leave yeah. it i know <laughs> yeah. we used to like put him down but now god damn i like it i like cashmere I've always actually He's wanted a, a, a tuxedo cat. He's a tuxedo. I don't know. Is he tuxedo? I've bottle I've bottle fed him since he was ten days old. Aww. When I got him, he three was days old, this big, this big. Three days old, my god. No, they were they were a little over. It was like a little over a week, maybe eight days. Yeah, but you. He's Do we have a time for a second one, or should we make this just like a little longer one? 
Um, five thirty. We can do a second one. Let's do a second one, like a forty yeah. second, forty minute one. Oh wait, no, no, no. Oh wait, no, we can't do a second. I thought you meant a second email to make this longer. Oh no, no, no. I mean, we could make this either a second email, make it longer, or do a second episode. No, I say make second this one a little bit longer if that's okay. Okay, so just yeah. do a second because yeah. we won't have time okay. for a whole new episode. Okay. Life be busy, y'all. Yeah, and also I came late. I mean, it, it's completely this my Mercury fault. retrograde has this week has hit hard. We're yeah. just like. And hopefully by the time, like, you know, I, I will, I'll be living in L.A. next month. And yeah, you know, I know that you guys will probably be in Dubai. Like, we'll be back in a we'll be back. <laughs> and then go on we'll to another We'll be back mid-October. Yeah. Something like that. Anyways. Um, okay. This one says, my boyfriend and I haven't had sex in almost two years. <laughs> what do I do? Therapy or leave him? <laughs> Keep going. Um, Wait, read What's the whole the longest thing? you and Brian have gone without sex? A month. And how long have y'all been dating? Three years. That's healthy. Okay, so y'all y'all are fine. Yeah. Um, I think Which I, I feel like a month is so long and that he is like kind of gives me like, he kind of gives me shit for it, which maybe I could like kind of, I don't know. Is the month now? No, we had sex the other day. Oh, okay, okay. Um, this was just another time. <laughs> no, but like I think it was like a, the month was kind of recently. I just can't remember because my timeline is a little off. But like we had like a conversation before I left because he was just like saying he was pretty bored of like our sex because we've just been doing the same thing. Okay, so it's time to spice it up. Yeah, and like, and I agree. Anal beads <laughs> in him. But I'm also like sometimes I'm just like. You like what you know. It's comfortable. It's sometimes, good. Sometimes yeah. that's just what I want. And then yeah. sometimes I want to explore. And I'm not always in the exploring mood. Wait, also, like I definitely get into that really explore like super kinky mood. But I also sometimes just like want to do the simple shit. Like, but also you've had a lot going on. So it's like yeah, that's not the time you. to be like, oh, let's try. And you that, know, for you. I guess kind of like what yeah. I've been telling him too. And you know, like, like I just, you know, he's just like. You know, like maybe like someday just like show up in lingerie or something. Like I've I've done that. A I forget of time. to do that. I, I get that so too. after after a while, especially like in long term relationships. Like I'm sorry, I don't want to put in the lingerie. Okay, but also <laughs> he listened to your guys' episode and you said you guys said something and he kind of like brought it up to me. He's like, see, and I listen to the twins and they, you know, I think. What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? No! <laughs> Brian, don't use us against her. Me. I was like these bitches. Okay. I mean, I like okay, dressing sorry. up. Sorry. Um, um, but it, for a lot of times, since I already don't wear underwear, when it comes to lingerie, I have to be really intentional, intentional about remembering to put it on and wear it. Cause otherwise I just won't, like, I don't want to, oh, I'm immediately be, naked. Like he might right. be thinking of the time that, um, I don't wear underwear either. No, no, no. So, it's, it's, you guys well, no, said no, no, in but, a recent episode, you said, no, you guys said it had nothing to do with lingerie. It, it was something about like. I didn't listen to the episodes, sorry. I, but he said something like it was um, if one per, one part of the couple, one person is like doing all the cooking and cleaning or whatever, and the other one should try to make a little bit more effort. Oh, when it comes oh, oh, to oh, like oh, we did a Q and A, yeah, 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 yeah like yeah, having yeah. sex and stuff like that. And he's like, you know, he does all the cleaning and cooking, and then oh, and he's like, you know, like maybe we could put in a little effort, like try to like seduce me or something. And I'm like, yeah, so, while he's doing the dishes, go suck his cock. Yeah. But sometimes, but here's the thing, like, good, great idea, but, like, it's the thought of me wanting to do that and do that right away. Like, I'm sometimes, like, I, I, again, I the last it. few months have been very hectic for me. Like, that's why I'm fucking sick right now, you know? <laughs> Just it's been a lot for me. Um, and I also don't want that to be an excuse because I'm also someone that always has something going on. 
I'm always like trying to like level up or do something different or whatever. Yeah, when you have a podcast, that happens. Yeah, you know what I mean, like it just there's always something going on. Yeah. So I know that that like it, that excuse isn't something I, I you know could. Keep I don't using. mean to take the spontaneity out of it, but what I would do if I were you is like put it on like a to do list, like try yeah, on one new thing a month and make yeah. it like a goal. And so it's like, okay, for this month and really block out, just block out one, one night like, in your oh, calendar. I don't feel like having sex. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, maybe, sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't feel like being horny right now, but then like, and it's like, okay, but then once I'm there, I'm fine. I'm like fucking a beast. That's what know? I'm saying. So maybe like take some time to schedule it. So like, for example, you know, block out one night a month where it's like the two of you, maybe you draw something out of a hat, whatever it is to try something new. You make it intentional, but like that night, say that night comes and you're just like, I'm just not really not feeling it. Maybe what you do instead is like, okay, let's take the pressure off of trying something new. Let's instead find ourselves in an intimate setting. So like start cuddling, just mm. pillow talk and get close to each other whatever and then as your body starts feeling more ready then decide okay maybe now I am feeling like I'm ready to try something new or I'm still not feeling it let's just table it for another night but like make that make that time intentional to like sit down and put yourself in a like situation or in a setting the two of you together where you might have that responsive desire yeah I also feel like we, like, need to go on, like, dates more. Like, I feel like that's been kind of, like, lacking lately. And, like, just because it's just natural when you are, I think, at this point in the relationship, we're so comfortable. Like, you're just, like, gross and you're, like, just being, you know, like, you're so comfortable around this person. Yeah, and y'all live together. So then you need that moment to, like, miss each other. And we work from home, you know, so we're always together. And sometimes I'm like, where do I even find, like, I think sometimes I'm like, I want to miss him. Like, I want to, like, be gone for the day and then, like, come back and, like, oh, my God. And, like, stuff like that gets me, like, aroused, you know? Missing someone, yeah, is arousing. Exactly. So, like, or, like, when I come back from my LA trips or whatever, I'm like, oh, my God, like, that. there's always that excitement, you know? But then, like, when you're together... 24 7 you know and I'm like don't get me wrong I love hanging out with him like I'm never tired of him I'm never sick of him it's just the, the point of trying to get myself to think in a sexual you know to start feeling aroused you know because like I think sometimes like he doesn't really know what to do mm. and like I don't I don't know if it's just you know what to do because he knows what to do I think it's just like he can't really read me Mm. Okay, so he doesn't have a direction to go off of. How about this? And this is another way that you can do it. Start with not even like trying to have sex, but just like, for example, like maybe... Well, that's what I was saying. Start cuddling and then just see if you And that's what I'm saying. Like whenever... Even if it's just like, let's say it's a regular Tuesday night, you have your intentional night isn't even coming up yet, right? Mm-hmm. But like you want to get in like more of a, I don't know, some sort of moody space with him, whatever. Like, you know, maybe sit next to each other, rub each other's arms, like do yeah. something like body based, like maybe like a foot rub or something, but like Put something where on. it's like, yeah. it's, it's, it's body based in the sense of that, it's- like you're doing like nice caressing and touching. Um, but you're also just talking about like your day to day, like, you know, like, Hey, what's something that, you know, you're really excited about that's coming up or what's something that like Rosebud Thornet, you know, like what's something that you're excited about? What's something that, you know, is already in the works, um, or, you know, is coming together. And then, you know, what's like a tension point that maybe you want to talk and like do that while you're like 
touching each other and just like feeling that's a good idea because it's like it takes the pressure off of like exactly because i'm like wait i'm not there yet you know it's just like yeah you're right i'm not there yet you know like (laughs) exactly once i'm there like i know what to do it's like it's fun and it's like good it's just sometimes i'm like we're so used to being around each other it's like when do we get into gear you know like Mm -hmm. Um, before it was just, you know, when you're spontaneous, you're always like in the honeymoon phase and stuff. We're past the honeymoon phase. We're just like, we're like basically married at this point, you know? I get it. I get it. You gotta, yeah. yeah. And you gotta, sometimes you have to find ways to like (coughs) get out of your routines, create new ones, and then like basically turn it into a cycle. So you get out of one routine, start a new one, enjoy that for some time. Then you're like, okay, time to move on to something else, find a new routine, da, da, da. And then you can just like kind of keep cycling through different routines sporadically just so everything feels fresh. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Now, as I for this that. person, I will Wait, say- Wait, we got we to finish reading the email. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. And it's pretty short. Um, so let me just let me just get to the email. But thank you. For, that was great advice. I need that. I'm sure someone needed to hear that. Um, hey, staff and guest or guest, I found your podcast through TikTok and I've been addicted since. I listened to it on my way home for work keep up the hard work thank you it's hard work that's for sure now for the main reason i'm writing in i'm in need of some advice i'm 24 and have been in a relationship with my boyfriend for almost four years we started off as long distance we were only three hours away from each other so we got to see each other more than a typical long distance he is my first real relationship and he's the first and only person i've ever been sexually About the first year of our relationship, our sex life was great. Every time we got to see each other, we would have sex every day. And I was there visiting even multiple times a day. Um, But that next year, he lost someone very special to him. And we slowly stopped having sex. Okay. Yeah. And depression. I figured he was depressed and going through it, which is understandable. I would check on him constantly. And he he always said he was fine. After a couple of months of not having sex at all, I asked why. His reply is that he wants to be closer and not have a relationship revolve around sex, which is understandable. Mm-hmm. Well, if that's what she wants, right? Um, now, fast forward to now. Um, we still haven't had any sex. I've tried to be patient for almost two years. We moved in together about a year ago and still nothing. And we have a whole place to ourselves now and still no sex. Girl, I'm so dick deprived. And I just miss that type of connection and love. I just I just used I used to just masturbate when he's at work, but it's not the same. I love him and everything else in the relationship is good, but I don't know how much more patient I could be. I've asked him why and he gives me the runaround. I try to initiate sex and he says he's tired or he can't because he has to be at work early and he'll get energy, not be able to fall asleep. Wait, what? He can't get energy or he can't get energy. He has has to be at work early and he'll get energy, not be able to fall asleep. Okay. Even on his days off, he'll give me an excuse. I even asked if I could just give him a blow job and he'll answer in like an annoyed or bugged way. So I just let it go. I don't think he's cheating or anything like that. I've asked if he's depressed. He says no. I've asked if he wants help or to speak to a counselor, and it's a no. F- and it's a no for that as well. I don't know what to do. I'm starting to feel like he's not attracted to me anymore. I question my weight, the way I look. I just don't know what more I can do. Please help. Uh, okay. It sounds like his and sacral chakra is depleted. Okay, so obviously, I mean, there's a lot of layers to this. So he yes. had something happen and maybe that really affected his libido. But <coughs> it sounds like, okay, so she's tried talking about it. She's tried, you know, like 
offering different approaches, maybe seeing a therapist, et cetera, and it's still not working. Like, I hate to say it because I'm not one that's ever a fan of an ultimatum, but like, I feel like you need to tell him because you have new, you have needs too. So -hmm. it's like, I'm sorry that he's going through things. I'm sure that's really tough. Whatever it is that is keeping him from wanting to have sex is, you know, something that he needs to work through. However, you also have a life. You also have needs. You also have your own, you know, relationship with your sexuality and like your own desires. And you can't just wait around for him to decide when, if, you know, he's ever going to like want to have sex with you again. But also like it does, it, I mean, it kind of sounds a little unfair that he's not even like willing to try. to try. Yeah. And like, and I understand, you know, sometimes, you know, we go through something and it really takes us out of ourselves. And sometimes I can take a long time to, you know, make it back, you know, but if like, for example, if you're not going to therapy about it, if you're not actively talking to someone about it, then that the time it takes you to get back to yourself is going to take just that much longer. And now it's like, it's not even just affecting, you know, him, but it's really affecting his relationship because his girlfriend's over here like, well, you know, like that guys and her. Um, yeah. So, so it's just, and, and I, and I feel for both of them, you know, because I understand going through something like that and ow, Tiesto, um, sorry, going through something like that and, you know, not really feeling like yourself, but something you gotta has to find, change. Yeah. Something, something has, has to, change. to change. You got to find it at some point. Yeah. And it's, it's the fact that he's not trying for me. Yeah. Like I don't, I like, it's I get like it. He gave up. I get, yeah. It's like, he gave up. I get it. You know, you lost someone like grief is, he's not looking at tough. it. He's denying it. it and yeah, grief like, is a mood killer libido killer yeah, for sure and like and i totally understand but it's like he's not trying to be better like if this wasn't about sex if it was just about something else like he you know was maybe you know horrible, he wasn't helping around he the was house around yeah. whatever it is and he wasn't trying to like you would i don't know like it it's just, it's no you're right it's the same thing it's the this same could thing. apply it's, to another situation if he just shuts down and doesn't try at all in relation to another thing then same thing so like it's not just sex like this could come up in a variety of ways yeah exactly. it could be them it's, it's not deeper. wanting to you know clean the house anymore it could be not them not wanting to go to work so it could be a number of things at the end of the day he needs to find it in He's himself to give the effort himself. again yeah so I think she just needs to go up to him and be like, look, if something doesn't change, I'm going to make choices and decisions for myself because exactly. I can't keep letting you get in the way of my own like needs and desires, et cetera. Because yeah. I know it's just sex, but like at the end of the day, guys, like it's sex is a big part and it's intimacy. A, it's, yeah. It's such a big, yeah, it's big a big part, of, part of our relationships, like and yeah. ourselves and our, unless you both actively made a decision to be like celibate together, then, and you know, then that's fine. But if one of you still wants to have a sex life and the other doesn't, then Someone needs to get honest and that's about what something. I'm curious and see about what needs to is change. how they're being intimate in other ways. Are they still cuddling? Do are they, they still going on date nights? Are they still doing things together? I wish we had that piece of information. Or intimate as conversations. Well. Sometimes yeah, just sitting they, and talking yeah, about their emotions. Are they having intimate conversations? Yeah. Are they, you know, how is intimacy, intimacy showing up in their life in other ways? Um, yeah. So, I mean, there's definitely like a lot to unpack here. And it, it just, it, like, it kind of sucks for both of them because, like, you never want to, like, want to you know you want when especially when it comes to like sex and your partner finding you sexy or your partner initiating like you never want to be the one to tell them like hey can you please give me more compliments because I'm feeling insecure or like hey can you please initiate more because it feels like you don't want me you don't want you want them to show that to you first so when you have to speak on it it makes it feel like forced or more um 
or, you know, like you're bugging them or something. And it can be done in a healthy way occasionally, but for the most part, if that's like what you're having to do every time, then yes, that becomes a problem. Exactly. Because I've definitely had instances where I reached out to my partners and I'm like, I'm feeling low, send me a nice text, you know, and they do that. And I was like, great, thank you. I needed that fix. I got it. I'm good. But like, if, you know, if that but was if the that's case, happening ever, over, over and over, over again, then for yeah, two that's, years, you're like, well, that's definitely an issue. But yeah. and I mean, honestly, too, I mean, what did she say? She was 24. Yeah. And this is our first sexual partner. First, yeah, 24, first sexual partner. And they moved in together after a year. Something like that. Yeah. Pretty fast timeline, in my opinion. Now, I'm not one to talk because um, I've definitely, like, my ex and I moved in at, like, six months and I was 18, 19. I know. So, ex- I'm not one to talk. However, I am one to recognize how fast that can be and that can come with its own challenges. I remember when my ex-husband and I first got married. It was, like, the first year of marriage. I don't know what it was because I think it was, like, the first time that we were actually both living in the same city. Mm-hmm. It also like killed our sex life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, and we had to work through it. Brian, like we we're always yeah. together, twenty four yeah. seven. Like, and something. it takes intentional work. It does. It yeah. does, and it's it's. it's and it takes both hard. parties. Both parties. Yeah. So I agree. I'll do better. I'll work. I, and I was thinking about it on my drive to LA. I was like, I need to do better. Like I used to just like you know like show up in lingerie or whatever. Like. Like, it'd be, like, underneath my shirt or jacket or whatever, and I'd open it, and he'd be like, oh, my God, or, like, send him photos. Like, I yeah. haven't done that, you know? Yeah. And it's like, because we, when we were long distance, and I think she also mentioned this, too, and I was like, oh, I relate. When you're long distance, it's, like, this spice that happens, you know, because you never see each other. And so it's, like, fun to, like, do those things. But it's, like, for me, I'm, like, we live together. Why am I going to send you photos? Oh, my God, right here, you know? But it's, like. You still could, literally. But, yeah, but I'm definitely, it. like. But and I just, like, started telling myself, like, no, like, th- that's not an excuse, you know? He goes know? out like, to hang loves, with his buddies. He loves photos, you yeah. know? So next time he's out of the house and you're still at home, you know, saying He goes to run an errand, booby pick, you know, like. I remember he, like, went to go hang out with his, like, f- watch a game with his friend once. And I just, like, sent him, a like, a video of my vagina. <laughs> he was probably, yeah. he was, like, he came home quick. Like, he didn't <laughs> stay out that long. <laughs> Exactly. He was like, he was, oh, he I gotta go, excited. man. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then he was like, with his friends here. all excited too, like, like you know, like super, like aroused and excited. Like I haven't done that for him. And I'm like, man, I need to like tap into her again. You know, also, I mean, she's still there. There are she's some, still there. She's just been busy. There are some great apps for this too. Like if you want to really, having a hairball. Yeah, oh so yeah. If, you, if you, there's some really great apps for this, like if you're wanting to spice up like your sexy talk or you know whatever, maybe you need that extra added step. Then try an app like Amorous, for example, where you can do like the sexy not chat. Not sponsored. They just and yeah, yeah, no. Amorous not is just sponsored, a great fucking I, company. This is a um, great app because my favorite one is um you can send a nude, but it sends it as a jigsaw puzzle. Oh, yeah. wait, that's so cool. Yeah, and it's so I kind of so want to do fun. that. I think he would yeah. love that. Because then you have to put it together and then like, and then it'll show it to you. Yeah. So you have to like work for the nude. But, and it also keeps it separate from like all your normal stuff. Yeah, Hold is on. the hairball okay over there? Tiesto. Tiesto. Hey. Sorry about that. Everyone's staring at him like, what's he yeah. doing? <laughs> so, but I think- you know, especially like at the end of the day for like for the for the listener, something needs to change. Something needs to change. And you got to take the lead on it. And it's if two years, two yeah. years, girl. Yeah, my brother was in. Well, not to put a shit out there, but like I'm going to do it. He like <laughs> his his marriage. He just recently like got divorced. Like they were married and for years and like only didn't have sex for like a couple years. Wow. And I, and I just don't understand that because like, I, and I, and I understand that we all get busy. 
We all get a little but sad sometimes. two years sometimes. is too long. We all, you know, we all have shit going on. But at the end of the day, like, just remember, this life is meant to be lived with pleasure. Like, we don't know if we get to, you know, have a fucking penis inside us in the cosmos. But down here on Earth, we do. And so, sorry, I'm reading a book right now about the four. It's a fictional one. Um, and it's the four <laughs> horsemen. And the last one is death. And he's talking. And in one of the passages, he's talking about, like, how, you know, humans, you get to feel these emotions. You get to feel these physical body things like an orgasm. I don't know if we get to orgasm once we move on to the next life or, or whatever. Heaven, whatever. So yeah. it's just like, enjoy it now. Don't stay in something just because you're comfortable and you know what it is, you know, and there's a fear of the unknown of whether there's something better out there for you or not. If you're intentional about it and you are wanting to live a life of pleasure that absolutely it's out there for you and you can't block yourself from that and and don't let him get in the way of it so i think at the end of the day you know like i said make a change or and let him know i'm gonna do this for myself like if you can't do this i need to make a change for myself choose yourself Mm -hmm. and then my advice to you steph is especially like if you're having trouble like finding that um i don't want to say like the drive to you know like it, it, if you need to find motivation, you can do affirmations, do something that also just like helps your, your sacral chakra. So, or do something that helps you feel sexy. Yeah, exactly. And wear bright colors. You can like maybe put on makeup one day, even if you're just sitting at home all day. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, send he, a sexy photo, send the randomly. sexy photo and, you know, just, and remind yourself when you wake up every day, just remind yourself like you're I'm a, sexy a fucking bitch. sexy bitch. I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, no, I will. Because I like, I miss sending him photos. I used to do that all the time. And he had like a, like a folder in his phone, you know? Yeah. That's why I was saying the Amherst app because then it just keeps it all in the app. Yeah. And you don't have to put it in your like camera roll. I think he has like an app or like he keeps it somewhere where yeah. it's like. Well, uh, so the nice thing about like Amherst Google is photos? all the, <laughs> in Amherst, like all the photos and messages are all stored there. Mm. So it's all together. And like, yeah, he has it the- locked up somewhere. Good. I just don't know where, what, what he uses, but, um. Let's uh, Brian's, I'm sure, like, 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 so happy that you like said that to me. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be like, "Yeah, see, you got well, this. You know, I, I get it. I get he, it. Like, like he could tired. fuck like five times a day if he wanted to. Men. Like his, he is. A, oh, like that high? he could. Yes, and like he could go for a while. Like he could keep going, and that's mm. something. It's like I can go for a good twenty minutes or a little bit, you know. But like, I feel like. But all the time, you know, how keep going? I don't know where my libido's at currently. How often me. does he come when y'all have sex? I mean, pretty much every time, like unless like no, like is he able to mold? Like mold? Is he? Oh, he's able to like keep going if he wanted. Yeah, is Good he like so so his refractory yeah. period? Like, yeah, he's short. he's great. Yeah, it's just that sometimes like let's say if he's like masturbated that morning or whatever, like he I don't know. It's just like he like takes forever to come. So I like to, cause he like, is he on medications of any sort? No, but he, okay. So I'm not, whatever. He like masturbates like every day. Good for him. And so he just has a really like strong high drive. sex. Yeah. High I've been drive. there. I've been there. I miss well, so, yeah. so like he doesn't like come that quickly. He only comes like maybe quicker or not. It's not even quick because it's like a good amount of time is when like he doesn't masturbate that day or like if we don't like yeah. have sex that day or whatever, then like he will like do that at a regular, you know, at a, at a good pace. Nice. 
that's one problem I run into is like the more I have sex, the more horny I get. And then when like if I don't have someone that I can bang that day, I'm like, well, fuck. <laughs> so when like when I was single, like I felt like my mindset, I remember thinking like, I just want to fuck every single day. I want a dick that's ready to go all the time. <laughs> you mean and, like, and I literally have that now. And I'm like, I don't even know. I can't even keep up with it. Like, so I, I don't you know. You did manifest. Well, I really find, did. Because I dated guys medium. who had like the opposite issue, you know, where yeah. it was like they entered in and were like, and then they couldn't get back up. And I'm like, fuck, you know. Mm. It's all about that happy Yeah, medium. it's just having that happy medium. So anyways. <sighs> I love Sorry you guys. Sorry if I cut you off. Nicole was giving me looks. I know. Nicole's giving us a sign to stop. No, Nikki was looking at me like... Like Why? I, like, I think I cut you off at one point and she got mad. I'm sorry. Oh. I apologize. Oh, it's okay. You could cut me off. Well, no, it's no, just... I, I got bad. We have a busy... We still have to... We have a bunch of things we have to go do. Oh, okay, we could go. I apologize. Why? No, Why? I'm Why starving. I'm hungry, too. Yeah, we gotta eat dinner. We gotta walk the dogs and then we gotta go to Kate's. I know. I gotta go yeah. to another recording. Again? Oh, God. Yeah. The, the, but it's gonna be my last one. It's with one of my best friends, Nathan, and he's just—it's fun. It's not like you know, it's like easy. It's just like I think. How the, do you close your shows? I was just trying to think about that. Plug yourselves. Oh, that's right. Okay, for a second I was like, dumptpodcast.com. We haven't even recorded in so long. I, I didn't remember. Know. I was like, sure. It actually okay. has been a while. Yeah, at Cami and Nikki at Double Team Podcast and DoubleTeamPodcast.com. And then follow me, Stephanie Megan, or go to brokotherapy.com. All that shit is there. And you guys, since I'm moving to LA, I just want to say the episodes will be coming up like sooner. Like they won't be as batched up. So the best part about that is that you're not going to have to wait like 10 months business days to like hear a response from an email. Like I will try to be as up to date. So please send in more of your stories um, and just know that it's going to get quicker and you, uh, you'll have a better turnaround. So yeah. You'll be oh, great. I can't yes. wait for you to move here. I'm, I'm just excited about that. So anyways, <gasps> bye. Broke girl therapy. Broke girl therapy. Broke girl therapy. Hey, Jenny, have you um ever heard of a vampire slayer? Do you mean the one girl in all the world with the strength and skill to fight the vampires, demons, and forces of darkness? I do. Oh, yeah. I've heard of her. Cool. My name is Jenny Owen-Youngs. And I'm Kristen Russo. And together, we spent six years watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, one at a time, podcasting about each and every one. Never seen Buffy before? We will protect you. Our podcast is spoiler-free, so first-time viewers can listen along safely. Ever thought to yourself, I wish someone was brave enough to write an original song for every single episode of Buffy? <laughs> Your search is at an end, my friend, because we did exactly that. So if you've never watched Buffy or if you're about to watch the series for the 14th time, come over and join us. Our podcast is called Buffering the Vampire Slayer, and you can learn more about it at BufferingCast.com. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.